sometimes the people that can look at their mind body issues from not only really exploring their insight and their emotions, but even looking at it from a spiritual perspective. What is life teaching you? What is God teaching you? How is God trying to get your attention through what you're experiencing? This is the Next Peak Podcast, where we help you redefine success and achieve goals that are actually important to you, based on research and real-life stories. And today, December 22nd, 2021, Parker and I are going to do something we not don't do very often. We've only done it one other time, and we call it the fireside chat. We just kind of chat about whatever's going on. And since it's uh, coming up on Christmas and the start of 2022, we just wanted to uh, reflect a little bit on things that we're grateful for and then things we're looking forward to in 2022. So it's been an amazing year. I guess just recapping here on the podcast, we've had some really, really, really incredible guests. So if I'm going to start with gratitude, I'd have to say I'm extremely grateful for everybody that's been on. We've had several folks from the Ramsey Solutions team. We've had Darren Gray, who ministers to NFL players and is good friends with Hall of Fame coaches and players, travels the world just helping them be encouraged and to to live a purposeful life. We've had Rachel Cruz, again, like from, from Ramsey Solutions, Kim Coleman, my good friends, Justin McGuire and Rusty Foling were on. We've had just really, really awesome guests. And the cool part, if you go back to some of our earlier episodes this year, is some of them are just everyday heroes. You don't read about them in the headlines, but they're just doing incredible stuff in their community, with their family, with their business. And really, those are the type of heroes that I like to be around myself. We're going to go a little bit deeper, I think, with this question, but I guess I should welcome you first and say, hey, good morning, sir. Thank you for joining me. I thought this was a solo episode and you just forgotten about me sitting over here. It was about to be. I'm just kidding. Okay, so you're asking me what I'm grateful for yeah, well, from the year. Yeah, what are you grateful for 2021? When you originally asked this question in our pre-show conversation, you said maybe it's something that you weren't initially grateful for, but now you are. So... The first thing that came to mind for me, and I think I shared a little bit about this, just to be a little bit vulnerable and transparent about things that I've been dealing with. I I talk a lot about mind-body syndrome, and that's because for better or for worse, it's been a, a big part of my life. And over the last year, I've had a lot of symptoms of vertigo and chronic fatigue which to me seemingly came out of nowhere. Now I know that's not really the case, but I've been thoroughly checked out physically and you know, very, very, very healthy in most respects, but not feeling very good for most of the year physically, dealing with chronic dizziness and uh, extremely low energy levels was very, very, very challenging. That was probably the greatest challenge I faced this year. So yeah, when I thought about your question, 
I certainly wasn't grateful for those things in the moment. It was a freaking pain, painful, uncomfortable, uh, very, very, very frustrating. But as we've talked about with mind-body symptoms, often the purpose of the symptoms or meaning that we can make out of it is to really reflect on, okay, what are my mental habits? What are my behaviors? What are my relational patterns and my way of interacting with the world? What are the things that I'm doing that could be exacerbating these symptoms and how are they trying to get a hold of, get my attention? I've talked to a couple experts over the like world leading experts about these problems over the last few months. And what they said was sometimes the people that can look at their mind-body issues from not only really exploring their insight and their emotions, but even looking at it from a spiritual perspective. What is life teaching you? What is God teaching you? How is God trying to get your attention through what you're experiencing. And I'm not saying that every physical symptom is this. This was just the case for me, for sure. So I'm now grateful for it because it really caused me to take a very deep look at myself and how I was approaching some of my relationships. And this leads into the second question. So I'll probably stop here in just a moment, but really just looking at What is the internal state that I am carrying around into all the relationships that I'm going into, including the relationship with my wife and my coworkers and my kids? How is my internal state um, affecting my relationships? So it's caused me to really look at how often these questions like, how often do I carry around a deep sense of peace that that I can then pour out of and into the relationships that I'm going into every day, that I'm engaging with every day. It's caused me to think a lot about how often am I really present versus constantly thinking about, trying to control, worrying about the future. These are things that I know, but when I had these physical symptoms that really grabbed me, it it caused me to look at them at a much deeper level. And then this idea, um, we just talked about this in, an, in another episode we recorded, this idea of surrender, or the spiritual path of surrender, the spiritual path of non-resistance. I think I'm the kind of person that can sometimes get, uh, and many people deal with this, I think, um, just resistant to what's going on in life, frustrated with things that are happening. And how much am I going around fighting with the outcomes of life that I can't totally control? So. I've just been, I don't have all the answers, but those are things that I'm thinking of right now based on what happened to me during 2021. So I'll stop there. Yeah, no, man, that's great. I think I can definitely resonate with a lot of what you're talking about. My 2021 is probably not that different if I were to look back, but the thing that stood out to me was my stepdaughter of all people had the courage to call me out on some stuff with not being present during tax season. And, uh, oh. yeah, it was awesome. It was really hard to hear from her. What did she say? Can you say what, I don't know. what she said to you? Yeah, it was really just, it was observations that she had made about how I wasn't home for dinner and 
and that type of stuff. And it was awesome. It was there. She showed a lot of courage and I, and shamefully, I didn't accept it very well when she said it got really defensive, but the more I sat with it, I was like, you know what? She's telling the truth. And when I stepped back, I realized that I had built this business and it had started to consume me and I was starting to, to really be stuck in my business. And I was going against all the things that we talk about on this podcast and the things that are really important to me, which is the purpose of why I started my own business. I wanted to get away from having to live somebody else's dream or somebody else's vision for my life. I wanted to be able to say, Hey, I want to support my family and do some things and, and hopefully send my kids to college and all that kind of stuff. But ultimately. I want to enjoy time with my family. I want to be healthy. I want to make the world a better place. And I got away from that. I really, during tax season, I think I worked almost 80 hours a week, every week. And, and you saw me, I was depleted and. Or I didn't see you. <laughs> when you did see me to record a podcast, I looked like a zombie. And a lot of, when I had to step back from, from this recording, which I loved doing with you and you were gracious enough to take over a lot of the recording and, ma and managing our guests and. So yeah, it was really humbling to hear that from a 16 year old, but it really made me take inventory. And, and so like you, it wasn't pleasant in the moment, but when I step back, I'm really grateful for it because what it did is it made me change things immediately because I realized I had six months or so between the end of tax season and this upcoming tax season to make changes. I couldn't show up in January and do things exactly how I did them last January if I expected things to be different. And so I added a, a really incredible team member. I'm about to add another really incredible team member. We're in talks with another person to help us out during tax season on, on a part-time basis. And I also got rid of some clients, improved our processes, invested in some better software. I mean, you name it, I, I went down the list of how can I make how can I cut five minutes off of every client in, in processing or whatever? We just went through and made efficiency changes. And then I made a commitment to, to my wife of things that are going to be different in 2022. Yeah. So that kind of leads into what I, you know, what do I plan to do for 2022? But yeah. Can I uh, pause you for just one second? Of before course. Before you go into that? Yeah. One thing I've all, by the way, how awesome. Way to go, Santina, for calling you out. I know, right? I, I love that you noticed that you were offended by it initially and your ego got in the way. And then when you had some time to really chew on it, you let it, you allowed it and permitted it to change you. Um, and I just have to say, I've said this to you privately, but one thing I really admire about you is you are a man of action. <laughs> when you kind of see something and you decide to do it, you really take action. And I, I really greatly admire that about you. Even putting the podcast together was kind of like, okay, we're doing a podcast. You started going into full launch mode into all the ways to make it happen. So I love that you have been so purposeful with changing this important thing. I don't think I really realized that it was all as a result of her calling you out on this. And then you really went into a plan on like, okay, I got to change this. Well, yeah, I think I was aware of the issue. I didn't realize the cost that it was, uh, or the costs that were being shown in my household. It was affecting me because I don't like working 80 hours a week. Let's be honest. Who wants to do that? It's a horrible thing, which is why a lot of people don't last in this profession. 
either because they keel over and die or they just become miserable people and they don't want to do it anymore. And uh, yeah, so I didn't want to do it for myself, but I think what spurred me to action was definitely hearing from her. And yeah, again, I didn't take it particularly well for months. I think it, it probably took a month or two before I really was like, you know what? She's right. <laughs> this is not good. I got to change something. I love what you said about, you said earlier that we you weren't practicing all the things we talk about on our podcast. And that's one of the beautiful things about doing this podcast is it's kind of like built in accountability, like when you are off course and then we get together on another topic we're passionate about and you go, oh, crud, I'm not doing this. Yeah. And it, it gets you rapidly back on track, which is one of, it's like a built in accountability partner. Yeah. It's funny. I saw a post the other day. It was a video that this guy put out and, and he said, um, He's got a successful podcast. I can't remember the guy's name, unfortunately, but he said if he was going to do it all over again, this is how he would do it. And he would start a podcast on something that he knows absolutely nothing about. And he would go through the steps of experimenting and trying to do these things and then, and then talk about his failures along the way. And at first I was like, yeah, gosh, that's a great idea. I should, maybe it'll be on like, whatever underwater basket weaving and I'll show people how horrible I am and I start drowning as I'm basket weaving. And then I realized, oh no, we already do that. <laughs> we talk about topics that we know we should be implementing. Sometimes we're doing them really well. Sometimes it's that experiment of life going, man, I, I really wanted to do this well. It didn't turn out particularly well. This is what I learned from it. Did you get to your 2022 or how that, or did you want to expand on that more? Or do you want to turn the mic over to me for 2022? Yeah, I'll just talk real quick about my plan for 2022 is this. Uh, one, it's to change what I talked about is to be prepared for tax season. But really the the result that I'm hoping to get out of that is just to be more present and to, to hang out and have fun. My kids are 16 and 14. They're They're fun people. They're really good people. I want to be around them. And be part of their life as they go into adulthood. And I love spending time with my wife. She's just an incredible person. And we have so much fun doing life together. And I don't want to be sitting next to her stressed out about something at work, distracted. So one of the commitments I made to her is I'm going to be home for dinner every night during tax season. I may have to go back to work for a couple hours or an hour or something or work from home for a few hours to sort through emails. But my commitment is I want to sit across the table from my family every night and just uh, hear about their day and, and join into whatever's going on with the family. So that's what I'm looking forward to. It's going to be, I think it's going to be a great change for me. And yeah, looking forward to seeing what comes of it. By the way, your wife is delightful. I can corroborate that. We we had you guys over this weekend for kind of a Friendsgiving type meal, which was really nice. and. uh yeah, her energy is so calming and so understanding. She's a great listener. So yeah, I can only assume it's well worth prioritizing dinner every night. Yeah. Thanks, Matt. I appreciate that. Hopefully she's listening. She is. She's training for or had been training for a marathon. So I don't know how much running she'll be doing when this episode airs, but hopefully she hears this and hears the compliments. But if not, I'll pass them on. What about you? What's your 2022 goal and and kind of the things that you, you look forward to in 2022? Yeah, so it's related to my learning that took place in 2021 and, and some of the pain and the things that I'm grateful for that I've learned. So I talked about 
some of these physical things really caused prompting me to do a lot of reflection. By the way, my physical symptoms are improving significantly, I should tell people, and I plan to do a follow-up episode on some of the um, neuroscience learning about the nervous system, maybe a couple of episodes on that topic because the research is just growing so much. It's getting a lot of traction right now. But so yeah, typically I, I'm going to do something a little different this year. Typically when I do my like life plan and plan out my goals for the year, they're usually very actionable I've stuck to the like smart goal, measurable, time-bound framework. And they're all about be about doing things, doing tasks, making something happen. But I think um what I'm really leaning into this year is um there's this idea of being versus doing. Our world is very focused on doing. And not so much, our culture doesn't so much talk about our way of being. And so my goals have shifted this year, if I'm being clear about this. My goals this next year in 2022 are really going to be, I'm feeling challenged spiritually to really make my goals more about being than doing. And I was starting to get into this um, a few minutes ago. Really, I'm looking at um, just observing my internal state, like how much internal peace am I experiencing? And if I'm not experiencing it, what does that tell me? Are there adjustments that I can make that might lead me to experience a greater sense of peace? And then I can carry that peace around into all the relationships and interactions that I have. And you can't give away something you don't possess for yourself right? So I'm just really thinking about how can I cultivate more of an internal state of peace? I'm thinking a lot about being present. And I read a few months ago, this idea of when you're doing too much planning for the future, you're living in a projected mental state that may not happen. And I'm trying to notice and catch myself doing that more often so that I can be with right now and today and my children and my wife. And it's amazing how your future changes by being more present. So I've been thinking about that idea. And then the other topic that's really front and center for me is this idea of non-resistance. Like when things don't go my way or it's like, hey, this isn't what I wanted to happen. Really thinking about how can I not resist this? How can I not try to force it or control it, or try to control someone else. So I know that's a little murky and a little woo-woo and a little vague, but that's clearly what I'm supposed to be learning in my life right now. It's like crystal clear to me. So I'm just exploring those topics in greater depth. Yeah, just from a personal standpoint, I'm looking forward to our 2022 then together as friends because uh, we'll both be working on this idea of being present We've had an incredible friendship that's now lasted, gosh, probably over a decade. Maybe. Yep. Yeah, well over a decade. So the fact that we've had this incredible friendship and we've been so distracted with the future, if we're actually present in the present, starting in 2022 or the end of 2021, we're going to have an even uh, more incredible time together. Yeah, it'll be fun. 
And we'll be holding each other accountable because it sounds like we both need to step up in that area. I know I certainly do. So yeah, I'll take all the accountability I can get in that arena. Cool. Awesome, man. Hey, thank you personally, Parker, for just being on the podcast with me. This is such a great endeavor that it's fun. I hope that it's impacting people's lives and, and that our stories are resonating and our failures are encouraging to people. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been a great 2021. I, I feel like our um, podcast really has grown. We've gotten some great feedback and I'm uh, looking forward to what 2022 holds for us as well. Yeah. I think, and go ahead. Just going to say, I always love recording episodes with you. So hopefully that shines through to the folks that are listening, but thanks for all the hard work you've put into it and making it happen and bringing me along for the ride. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Any parting shots for uh, this will be the last one that we air as a together. We've got a guest that'll be up on December 29th, but the last one for 2021. Just happy new year to people. Um, be present, be peaceful. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Be present. Enjoy the rest of your 2021. And I hope that 2022 is an even greater year for you all that are listening. One of the new things that we have done is we've partnered with buymeacoffee.com. So you can go to our personal page of buymeacoffee.com backslash next peak podcast. This is a, a support site. And the reason we decided to go this route is because we're trying to avoid getting a corporate sponsor where we have to interrupt our show either at the beginning or in the middle with some boring commercial. If you love what we're doing or you just want to see this reach more people, please just go there. We'd appreciate any support that you're willing to give. And yeah, that's all I've got. If you want to catch up with Parker, you can find him at leadyoufirst.com. And our website is nextpeakpodcast.com. Until next week, keep climbing your next peak. Mm -hmm.